Welcome to At the Crossroads Church weekly podcast. Our hope is that you will grow in your walk with God and be blessed and encouraged in your daily lives as you listen. You can visit us at our website at atthecrossroads.ca. Okay, so uh, the last few weeks, Pastor Travis has been ministering on uh, prayer. And we've been talking about a lot of the different kinds of prayer. And he's covered, you know, the, the prayer of tenacity and uh, the prayer of intercession and all kinds of things. And this morning I want to talk about the prayer of agreement, the prayer of agreement. Uh, we find in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 18 there. And uh, this passage as it leads up to this verse is talking about how we're supposed to put on our armor, right? Put on that spiritual armor, the the breastplate of righteousness, and hold up our shield of faith. And then it comes here, and it says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Uh, some other translations say they're praying with all kinds of prayer. And so we know from this passage there's all kinds of prayer, and that's what we've been teaching you and, and leading you in the last uh, uh, number of Sundays. I think we're on maybe our seventh week this week. And this morning I want to I touch on the prayer of agreement. And, you know, it's interesting when you go back in Ephesians, you know, earlier on in chapter 6 and even back into chapter 5, it's talking about relationships. And it's talking about, you know, having a right relationship between husbands and wives, between parents and children, between uh, slaves and, and uh, masters, which, of course, today we would be saying employees and employers, right? And so... Uh, so it, you find this theme, I find it over and over again, and we'll kind of point that out as we go on, is that relationships are so important to the effectiveness of your prayers. And that is so true, uh, especially when you're talking about the prayer of agreement. And so, uh, you know, on, on Wednesday mornings here, we have a prayer group uh, that meets, and, uh, and I just love being a part of that. And uh, I want to encourage you to come out if you, if you desire to be a part of that, because, you know, we just... There's, there's a power and there's uh, an excitement that comes when you know that you're joining together with heaven and you're joining with other people who are like-minded and, and you're praying and you're touching on things that are going to affect other people's lives for good. You know, it, it might be individual family situations. It might be something we're praying for in regards to our nation. And those are things that, that we need to come together and, and to pray on. And, and uh, you know, there's different times where there, these prayer meetings kind of have different themes. You know, uh, I think the last week or so, we had this one about turning on a dime. And uh, before that, there was U-turns, you know, people taking U-turns. It just was a theme that came up uh, with our sister Marilyn, who often leads our prayer group. Uh, I think one other time, I remember back in the summer, uh, somebody was bringing an umbrella in, set it in the center of our our prayer circle, and it was just kind of representing how we're expecting, you know, God to rain down by His Spirit, to begin to move upon people's lives. And so, you know, when you come together uh, in this prayer of agreement, uh, God, God begins to move. God begins to, to uh, work powerfully in that. Uh, in Matthew chapter 18, verse 19, uh, we find this, one of the main texts, really, that draw out this prayer of agreement. And, and Jesus himself here is saying, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. So the requirement is here uh, for the prayer of agreement is there needs to be at least two people, and they have to be on earth. Okay, so I think we can do that. I think we can fulfill that. 
Uh, you know, what is agreement? Well, Merriam-Webster's uh, dictionary defines agreement as a harmony of opinion or act or character. So there's, there's a harmony that happens. And, uh, you know, that's so true. When, when we come together to agree together in prayer, it's not just that we're agreeing with one another, but first and foremost, that we're agreeing with the Lord and what he says about particular things, about what he says about particular matters. And so we have to come into harmony with that for there to be a release of power and to accomplish the prayer of agreement. You know, years ago, you know, some of you know my background was farming and, uh, you know, going back um, almost 30 years, you know, I wasn't farming. I was working in a place in Belleville and uh, that particular business ended up closing. And so I, I was coming back to the farm, um, or sorry, actually to my brother's place, my sister-in-law's place, to help them with some renovations. And when I'm heading back, the Lord is saying to me, Peter, I want you to go back to the farm. And I'm saying, God, I don't want to go back to the farm. <laughs> You know, like I enjoyed farming. I enjoyed the outdoor work and all that, but I didn't want to go back. And I came out to help them finish the projects the next day. I'm driving home that next night, and same thing. I want you to go back to the farm. And I'm, like, bawling my eyes out as I'm uh, driving down the road heading back to Belleville. And, but I just came to this place where, where I just surrendered. I said, God, if that's where you want me to be, that's where I want to be. And, you know, that's what agreement is, is I had to come to this place into agreement in order for the, the, the power to be released, in order for the anointing of the Spirit of God to begin to move you from the place that you are uh, onto the place that he wants you to be. You know, Henry Ford once said, he said, um, you know, if you think you can, sorry, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Because what happens is if you whatever you're thinking of the can or the can't, you know, if you believe that, then your actions are going to fall in line with that. You know, but thank God that, you know, our can't, you know, when God's asking us to do something, can give way to the can by repenting, you know, and saying, you know, God, help me here. Forgive me for, for thinking this way and, and, and walking in this way. Uh, I, I want to I serve you. I want to walk with you in this. And, you know, we remember the story about uh, Jesus, when he cast, was casting an unclean spirit out of this uh, father's son. And uh, the father said to him, you know, if you can do anything, you know, please help us. And Jesus said to him, if you can believe, you know, all things are possible to him who believes. And the man cried out and he said, Lord, I believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. And so, you know, this man came into this place of agreement. Right? He came to this place where he, he agreed with Jesus. He agreed that he was able to do it and to accomplish it. And so this, this whole thought of, of, of agreement then, it's, it's all about harmony. It's all about coming in. And harmony, uh, you know, it's not about you agreeing with every specific thing, especially when we're talking about from a human perspective and us walking together with one another. You don't necessarily agree with, with every decision that the other person is going to make. But, you know, just like the worship team was up here, and they were singing a song, and, you know, some of the singers, one of the singers will usually sing the melody, and then one of the other backup singers will sing the harmony, and, and the harmony is just singing either a note above or a note below, whatever the melody is. 
So they're not agreement on each of the notes, but they are in agreement with the overall melody of the song, which is the mission of the song. And that's so important for us to just kind of take hold of that principle as we learn to come into agreement with one another. And, and even as we learn to walk uh, in this agreement of prayer together is the importance of, of just being focused on the overall uh, mission and purpose as we, as we come together and to pray. Uh, it's interesting, you know, this, this scripture verse here in Matthew chapter 18 and verse 19 about agreeing together again. If you go back a few verses in verse 15 of the same chapter, uh, Jesus says to them there, he says, you know, if your brother sins against you or has anything against you, you know, go to them. Go to them one-on-one -on -one and, and seek to work that out. And, you know, if that doesn't work, you know, go take somebody else with you. And, and seek to work that out. If that doesn't work, then go to the church, right, and bring it before the church and, and seek to, to work it out. Because Jesus is saying, you know, before he comes down this prayer thing, again, he's emphasizing the importance of our relationships because relationships affect prayer. And prayer affects relationships. And so we have to work at both of them. And that's, that's why I'm uh, kind of driving home the importance of relationships here too as we're talking about this, this prayer of agreement. The other thing that, uh, that prayer is, is uh, agreement prayer, is agreement is synergy. And uh, in synergy, we find it's the interaction or the cooperation of two or more individuals, organizations, substances, or other agents to produce a combined effect that is greater than the sum of their separate effects. So when you bring two things together, it's, it creates a synergy and the sum of them. And in Deuteronomy uh, chapter 32 and verse 30 here, we read that one, you know, speaking about God's army here, it says that one could chase a thousand and two could put 10,000 to flight. So we don't find that, you know, if one puts a thousand to flight, the two put 2,000 to flight, but they can put 10,000 to flight. Uh, because there's a synergy, there's a, there's a greater combined effect that happens. And, you know, the prayer of agreement, that's what it's all about, right? We are God's army, and we're fighting enemies, right? We're fighting enemies. We're trying to bring down strongholds. And it's great that you pray alone, and you should pray alone. You should have your own time alone. But I want to encourage you this morning uh, that if you're not together uh, praying with others in, in some way at a particular time in your ongoing week uh, to make a point of doing that because it, it, it releases an incredible power, an incredible effect uh, to actually create a more of effectus, effectiveness and an advancement uh, in those things. Um, and, and in this thing, the reason, the reason we're fighting enemies, right, the reason so often that we are praying together in these prayers of agreements uh, as individuals and as the body of Christ is because we're seeking to overthrow these enemies because there's something we want to pass on to other people, there's something we want to pass on to our children and to the next generation. And somebody once said, uh, there is no success without succession. There is no success without succession. So if we don't come together and fight these enemies together in prayer, uh, we're not going to be able to overthrow the enemy, and we're not going to have anything to pass on to the next generation. 
And, you know, we find in the scripture, um, and we won't go there, but Moses Moses and Joshua. And, of course, Moses passed the leadership on to Joshua, right? And it was Joshua that led the people on into the promised land. It was Joshua that helped them uh, with fighting their enemies and possessing the land. Uh, Again, we see with with, uh, Elijah. Right? He passed that prophetic mantle that he had onto Elisha. And without that succession, you know, just think about how the course of, of history would have been changed without having that succession. And, you know, again, referring to my farming background, um, I've heard it said that on average, um, the family farm only stays in the family until about the fourth generation. And then it gets passed on. And from my experience over the years, of knowing different farmers and different families and hearing different stories, it all comes down to this whole thing of agreement is because if you don't have agreement, it's very difficult to have succession. It's very difficult to pass things on. And and so many people, you know, again, it comes back to the relationships uh, in the family and it comes back to having a plan of how you're going to pass that on. And so, you know, God wants us to be thinking that way as well, is that place of, of learning to pass things on and, and working in that relationships uh, so that we're not discouraging the next generation, right? We don't want the next generation to be discouraged. We want them, when they come here to the house of God, to be excited, you know, about what God is doing and what they get to, to be a part of. And so that's what the prayer of agreement accomplishes. You know, uh, my wife and I have just decided to launch into some renovations in our house. And so when you walk in the front entrance of our house, uh, there's, there's, you know, a wall right here, and then there's a closet right in front of you. So when, you know, two or three of you come and you, you come in our front entrance, we're pretty much packed out. And so we came into agreement that we were going to tear out the, a couple of these walls and tear out the uh, front closet to open it up. So... We had agreement on, on that mission. That was our focus. Uh, do we have agreement on whether we're going to trim the, the walls out with drywall or wood? Do we have agreement on what the color of the paint is going to be? Uh, do we have you know, agreement on how much we're going to tear out? So when we started in this, I thought we did. But anyway, some of that's been changing. But anyways, just to say, like these are the things that can trip us up when we're trying to walk with each other, when we're trying to come into agreement on things, is we think that we have to have uh, agreement on every single decision. And what you want to seek is just, no, let's, let's be aligned. Let's have agreement on what the overall focus of the mission is. Okay, so my wife and I are still good. We have, you know, the whole mission is to open it up, you know. And so when she said she thought, well, she'd like to tear out another wall, I, I said, well, okay, I'm, I'm good with that, but I said, I'm only good to do this much of it. I said, anything beyond that, you know, our budget allowing it, I said, we're going to have to hire that part out. Because we all know what it is, right? You, you can only invest so much in certain things, and you have to decide that. You have to have agreement on that in order to continue to, to walk forward in it and, and, uh, and, and advance in it. So just that encouragement to you that when we're talking about agreement, it doesn't have to be on every single de- decision. And, and you can be in a prayer group where, where we're, we're praying together, 
And somebody might pray a little something that you think, well, I wouldn't pray that way. But just, I just want you to learn to rest in the fact that, you know, that, that we're still focused on the overall mission. And maybe there's some things that you need to discuss or talk to that person on the side with. But, but the whole point is just let's remember what the focus is. Let's remember what we're doing and what we're seeking to accomplish here. Because there's many different ways to do things. And, and there's different ways to get there. We just have to decide what's our way to do it. And let's everybody be, realize that that's the overall focus or mission as we come together. And um, <clears throat> so, you know, somebody once said, you know, I'm, I'm talking, I know a lot about relationships and things because it, it is so huge in how it affects our agreement. But somebody once said, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Let me say that again. If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. So if you want to go far, you've got to work at having agreement with people. And you've got to take the time, you know, again, pushing the whole uh, importance this morning of coming together in prayer. You've got to take the time to, to you know, whether it's your spouse or a other group of people that you get together with, You've got to take the time to pray with them and, and work at that because we can all do things. You know, I, I grew up on the farm, and, and, and you know what it is maybe if you're even trying to teach somebody else how to do a particular job. It's so easy just to, you know, instead of going through all the hassle of trying to train somebody else, you know what you want to do. You know how it needs to be done, and just pick it up and go at it. Well, you know what? You'll go fast, but you won't go far because eventually you're, you're going to burn out. Eventually, you're not going to uh, be able to accomplish as much as you could by training somebody else and working uh, in that relationship and teaching them. So if you want to go far, work at going together. And, you know, in our growth tracks, uh, one of our last sessions uh, that we do there is about the dream team. We talk about, you know, you go through these things and then, okay, what's the dream team? What, what's your giftings? Uh, what's, what's the calling that's on your life? And how does that best fit with you serving here in, in this local church, in this house of God, and what he's doing here? How does that best fit? Because it's not just about the dream. It's about the team, right? And, and I want to say to you, whatever your dream is in life or some of the aspirations that you have, I want you to stop and think about this if you haven't already, is, is if your dream doesn't include a team, then your dream is too small. And, you know, I've discovered, you know, as I've gone along and journeyed in my walk with the Lord, that, that learning to, to, to walk alongside of other people in what you're trying to do and the things that you feel God's called you to do, it is so huge. It is so huge. Like, one of the best gifts, uh, if you're married, one of the best gifts that you can give to society is by walking together, is by being in agreement as you walk along with one another. And one of the best gifts that we can give as a church, you know, to society is by being in agreement and walking together in the things that we're, we're, we're doing. And part of that, you know, is this agreement and prayer, you know, getting together, to making the effort uh, to, to come together with our people and, and pray with them. Uh, I find agreement, you know, agreement, the prayer of agreement and the prayer of faith, and maybe Pastor Travis is going to take this one that we haven't spoke on too much yet, 
the prayer of agreement and the prayer of faith, I find them, uh, they really overlap each other a lot. And I look at the prayer of agreement as kind of being the front end of faith. It's kind of the front end of faith. You, you have to come into agreement uh, with God or what his word says in order, to, in order for you to go on in your faith, in order for you to be able to walk that thing out. And we find in Acts chapter 14, verse 9, uh, it said, uh, you know, Paul is ministering in a particular place. And as he's preaching, he says, this man heard Paul speaking and Paul observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed. And he said to him, and this man was crippled, he said, arise, stand up on your feet. So Paul observed in this man as he's speaking to him, he saw that he was coming into agreement with what he was preaching on. He was coming into agreement with God's word. And so he was able to declare to him, you know, arise, stand up on your feet. And so that was faith. You know, we, we see here he observed him that he had faith to be healed. And faith starts with agreement. This man had to come and, and agree. So I just want to look at uh, now just some examples that we find in, in the scripture on uh, agreement. Uh, the agreement pair. Uh, Acts chapter 1 and verse 14. Acts chapter 1, 14. It, said, um, it says there that these all continued in one accord. Uh, Acts chapter 1, verse 14. There, Holly. But it says they all continued in one accord in prayer. Right? So after Jesus had ascended, you know, there's a group of people. They were together, and it says they were in one accord and bringing prayers and bringing supplications. And then in Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47, um, and I won't read through this whole thing, but it says that, you know, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and the breaking of bread and prayers. And it goes on and it says, you know, uh, that they were doing signs and wonders and they were sharing their possessions together. They were sharing the things that they had together. And it said the Lord was adding to the church daily those who were being saved. Well, let's remember that that was the result of Acts chapter 1, 14, where they're in one accord and they're praying. That was the fruit of it. That was the fruit of it. And so, you know, there's, there's incredible fruit that comes by agreeing together and prayer with people. Acts chapter 4, verse 24 to 31. And I just want to read through this because I, I want to pull out of this uh, some of the incredible benefits uh, that there is in praying together in one accord. So when they had heard uh, that, so what happened was uh, the apostles um, had been out ministering the word and they were threatened and, uh, by the chief priests and the religious leaders of the day. And they went back to their people, and they reported to them. And it says, when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, so you can see there's the prayer of agreement, right? Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David have said, why did the nations rage and the peoples plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth took their stand, and their rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before to be done. 
Now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. And by stretching out your hand to heal, that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. So incredible what happened as a result of these people coming together in, in, in this place, in this prayer of agreement. So number one, we find here, it's important that you make sure that you're praying according to the scriptures. We see there that as they're agreeing together in prayer, they make reference to a scripture verse. You know, why have the you know, uh, rulers gathered together against the Lord's anointed? So we have to be praying according to the word of God. Secondly, make sure that you're remembering it's based upon the shed blood of Jesus. You know, the shed blood of Jesus, when you're praying and you're bringing that before the courts of heaven, is so important uh, in prayer and in agreement prayer. And we see here in this passage how they made reference, you know, uh, how they took your holy servant, Jesus, and, and they brought him before Pontius Pilate, and they did to him what was predetermined uh, was going to happen. So the blood of Jesus uh, is so important in our prayers. Number three, expect your speech to be infused with boldness and confidence. You know, they were asking that God would give them boldness in their witness and, and in going out uh, into society and into their communities and speaking with boldness. And, and so you'll get a boldness and a confidence that comes by praying together with others. Uh, number four, expect signs and wonders to follow. Expect signs and wonders to follow. They're not going to follow if you don't have an expectation. You, you need to have an expectation. And even if they start small, even if it doesn't seem like a lot, you know, if you lay hands on somebody and, and just pray for them because they have a cold or something like that going on, you know, and then, and then God just restores them. And I had that happen once. I prayed for this person. They were just sharing how they had a cold. And I said, hey, well, let's, let's just pray right now. And, and so I prayed for them, and they told me a few days later, I said, hey, you know what? When I was driving home that night, by the time I got home, like, I felt great. And, you know, so God moves. If we just have to have, amen, we have to have an expectation as we pray together that God is going to answer. Uh, number five, expect there to be a shaking. Expect there to be a shaking in your circumstances and in people's lives. Now, I know in this passage uh, there was a physical shaking. But, you know, let's have, and that can happen too, but let's expect God uh, to shake circumstances in people. And, you know, I, I looked up the Greek word that was in this passage about shaking, and one of the things it means, it means a casting down. And so when we come together, uh, agreeing together in prayer uh, for something, uh, God, is, God is moving and, and breaking strongholds, demonic strongholds over people's lives. And that's what agreement prayer accomplishes. Secondly, uh, sorry, sixthly, and lastly, uh, expect to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You expect your life to be changed by coming together and agreeing with other people. You will have uh, a filling and a work of the Holy Spirit in your life that you wouldn't have just by yourself. And it's not that you can't uh, be filled with the Holy Spirit when you're praying on your own, uh, you know, that happens all the time with me, but, but also there, there's, there's a different anointing. There's kind of a corporate anointing 
that happens too, where God pours out when his people uh, are praying and, and working together. So just in, uh, in finishing up here, I just want to say that, you know, if, if you're single this morning, and, or sorry, yeah, if you're single this morning and, and you're, um, I just want to encourage you to, to seek somebody else to pray with or seek a group where you can pray together uh, with somebody else because agreement prayer is powerful in your life. And that's, of course, one of the reasons why we encourage people here to get involved in a connect group because a connect group is, is a place where we pray together. We bring some of those personal concerns that are going on in our lives or the life of somebody else in the group, and we agree together. We seek God's face uh, upon those things, and, and there's incredible breakthroughs that happen as a result of that. Um, you know, if you're married, I want to encourage you, if you're not already regularly doing this, to be uh, coming and, and spending time together. And I know that can be difficult at times, you know, with a lot of us in our marriages. We all have our schedules, and, you know, one of you is a morning person, the other person's a night person. But, you know, we have to work at uh, bringing that together and having times where we're doing this agreement prayer together in our marriages because it, because it is powerful. And, uh, you know, I've seen, even for Anita and I, I've seen, you know, different marriages or things like that that we've prayed for, whether it's uh, been neighbors or others, you know, that we've just known about. Uh, you know, I've seen God moving. I've seen God working and, and, and bringing things together. And it's, it's powerful. It's a blessing to be a part of that. So what difference will agreement prayer make? You know, agreement prayer, it will improve your relationships. It'll improve your relationships, and your relationships will improve your prayer life. Uh, you know, 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 7 says um, about, you know, having that right relationship, you know, husbands and wives dwelling with them, with your wife, um, being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered, right? So, so if you pray, you know, if you come together, then your prayers will affect your relationship, and your relationship will affect your prayers. And, of course, we want that to happen <laughs> in a good way, right, in a positive way by this coming into agreement. Secondly, you know, it will add synergy. Um, you know, when you pray together, I just want to encourage you that it's going to add synergy. It's going to add a greater effectiveness. You know, you can get more done by taking the time, making the effort to pray with other people on things uh, than you can by just praying on it alone. Uh, number three, expect it. You know, it's going to add boldness. It's going to add confidence to your life. You're going to carry yourself in a different way uh, when you agree together and walk in prayer with other people. Uh, number four, it's going to add a filling of the Holy Spirit in a way that you didn't have before. And then number five, lastly, it will add a team to your dream. And, uh, and it'll help you to pass things on to other people. You know, again, true success has succession. And, and as we pray together, we can pass things on to the next generation that we could not otherwise uh, pass on to them without us coming together and just learning to walk in agreement with prayer. And so, Father, I just, I just pray this morning, God, for your people that, that, God, that you would just bless them, Father, with just uh, seeing the fruits and, and seeing the blessings, God, 
of coming and agreeing with you and agreeing together uh, with brothers and sisters in Christ. And, Lord, how you can affect, God, what goes on in the heavenlies, how you can affect, uh, Lord God, relationships. God, how you can affect an entire nation as we walk together and as we agree together. Lord God, we just thank you for that, God. And I, I just have an expectation, God, even this morning, that, Father, that you are going to uh, just bring a boldness and an encouragement, Lord God, to your people. And that they will, God, carry themselves uh, in a new way. They'll carry themselves, God, with a confidence, Lord God, because of their coming and giving themselves to this place of agreement together. And so we just ask this, Jesus, in your mighty name, and that you would just be high and lifted up in your church and in our lives, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed our message. If you are in the Quinty West area, we would love to have you visit us on Sunday morning at 24 Dundas Street West, Trenton, Ontario. Check out our service times on our website at atthecrossroads.ca.